Shady Pines, an afterthought media podcast in which gay men discuss the Golden Girls. Today we're talking about season two, episode three, titled Take Him, He's Mine. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined as always by two. That's right, two very golden girls. First, from show business, please give lesson number one to Adam Salandra. Hello, Adam. How are you? Hello. And I, I just from show business is my title. I love well, that. Well, I, I, yeah, I can't get you to give me what you want that to be. So I'm just going to be just show oh, business. Very elusive. Yeah, yeah. you're very no, elusive. I, we huh? nailed it. My plan worked. Yeah. So I just like to say just show business. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, that's a good great. way. That's a good way of playing from show business. Speaking of, now it's so funny because this would be one of Adam's uh, credits. Uh, from After Buzz TV, give lesson number three. Do you remember what lesson number three is, Jay? Jay Ellis, by the way. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Lesson. I don't even know what this reference is. Is this from this episode? <laughs> it sure is. Because that's, that's not a good sign if I don't even know. Adam, what's lesson oh, number yes, one? Yes, yes. Sophia, Sophia talking with Rose. Yeah. I guess I'm a Rose in this situation. <laughs> yeah, don't be an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I've already forgot lesson three. <laughs> <laughs> now, right off the bat, Jay Ellis, you know, Afterthought Media superstar, beloved Afterthought Media personality, Jay Ellis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he won the award, the Batancy, as we call it, Adam, last year for wow. official thirst trap. Okay, that tracks. Yeah, and you told me he he usually pops up shirtless. Yeah, I know, did. I know. He's well. He's it's a it's a formal night. It's the Golden Girls, so he doesn't want to very formal. Adam, yeah. Adam, yeah, you're I the last. On, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say I have on my uh, Dorothy. Uh, New Orleans caftan tonight, yeah. which she comes out in her what is that green and royal purple? Oh, for don't even joke. I which, wish, which she wears several times throughout the series. I've seen it many times before. Yeah, well, when it's right, it's right. they do recycle clothes, which is yeah. just like co stars or I mean, guest stars. Yeah, mm-hmm. now Adam, your last name, what's the, what's the country of origin for your last name? I'm very curious, Italy. Oh, it, it, oh, so you're Italian. Oh. I am. Amore. <laughs> oh, well, Jay speaks the, uh, the motherland's language. Now, Jay, yeah. now your last name is Ellis, probably because of the, the island your people landed on. Yeah. But as I was telling Adam, you are super Italian, right? My grandma came across the boat on a foggy night. And saw Lady Liberty, but it ended up being her mother. Is that the story that Sophia tells? Oh, I was like, it sounds like a Sophia story, but that yeah. was the idea. Yeah, no, no, no. My Italian side is on my mom's side, so it's all hidden up by my dad's mutt last name. But my mom's last name is Portalesi. Oh. Very Calabria. <laughs> this Jay Lassie, This Jay Lassie was trying to teach us about Italians. 
So I'm glad we have a real paisan here. Who, uh, are you full Italian there, Adam? I'm not. <gasps> it's on my dad's side. I'm a little Italian, a little Irish, and a little Russian Jew. I'm well-rounded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Jay, now that we have a real Italian here, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be needing your Italian services anymore. Yeah. I'm the Olive Garden to Adam's Buca de Beppo. <laughs> Please. I need those breadsticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Italian, Irish, and uh, Russian Jew. Mm-hmm. You better believe it. Um, after Buzz fans, when Jay and I hosted a show together, they often commented that we looked alike. They commented that we looked alike and they commented that we should make out. So it was very weird. Um, like they thought we were brothers and they were into that, but everyone yeah. has their he, thing, here, Here's what's weird. And this is a true story. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, as, a, as all true stories always start, you announce that it's a true story. Is uh, yeah, is that uh, I was talking about you to, to the boyfriend last night, and so we were on your Instagram, Adam, and okay. so we saw how do you des- how do you describe your partner, boyfriend, partner? What is he? Um, he's he is technically my fiance. Okay, your fiance. But someone made me feel uh, like that was. Before I was engaged, like sort of pretend, like you're like, oh, my fiance. So I always say boyfriend, and then people correct me. No, I'm, I'm fine with fiance. I just want to know what title you want me to use. Okay. So we saw do. the your guys' pictures, and I go, oh, how cute! Look how cute they are. And he sure. was like, which one's Adam? And I go, oh, the one on the right or the left? I don't know which one he was. He goes, they look exactly alike. And I, I want you to know, I don't Stop. see that. I don't okay, think you guys look. God. Yeah, you guys don't look. Not that you guys don't look anything like, like, oh, my God, what? No, but, but like, I don't even know what he was talking about to the point where it was a little bit of a mini argument. Oh, I love to hear I'm causing a riff. Yeah, no, and it I- wasn't a real riff, but I was just like, what? And he was like, no, you, of course, see that they look exactly alike, right? And I go, no, I don't think they look exactly alike at all. Thank God, because that's more obviously there's a thing in the gay community that they say, you oh, know, yeah. everyone twinsies. Mm-hmm. Which on, only one other time has anyone said this to us oh, so and it was before. when we were going on one of those like bungee jump things in a, at a carnival. Mm-hmm. Um, and they thought that we were brothers or I possibly twins. I don't see that. Jay, do you we see don't even that? have the same face shape? No. I mean, we yeah. have trouble and dark hair and that's yeah. it. That actually is it. Yeah. Well, it's okay. Uh, you win this argument, Joe. So if you need Thank me you. to break up any other arguments in your household. Yeah. I mean, I, well, that's what I was thinking of doing. Now, Jay, now let's talk about another topic here before we take a break. Last season, you famously talked about how uh, you hate this show. Wow. Yeah. Now that, but that was first. That was episodes one and two. Now you're back here for episodes <laughs> three and four of season two. Has your has your mind been changed? Yeah, you brought me back for this chicken shit gig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I I don't say I hate the show. I think the show is inconsistent. And the problem is, this is what happens with everything. People built up Golden Girls specifically as the, the creme de la creme. Like, it is the best show. It's gay culture. 
I have had the experience of enjoying the show, but it's not my, I don't know. I, I feel like it's, there's high highlights, but it's not my favorite show, but I do enjoy watching it. I just don't know if I could go back to it over and over again. Like I know some people do, if that makes sense. Yeah. I do think expectations being high ruin almost anything. Remember, actually, I famously told you, you need to watch Big Little Lies season one and everyone um, else was telling you and then disappointed in that as well. Adam. Yeah. You, Adam really set me up for a problem where I didn't go back to season two. But at that point, I mean, for me, Golden Girls is a lot more fun than like a Big Little Lies is where I haven't gone sure. back or seen them. But yeah, I don't know. It's not, it's not. Uh, I think they're strong episodes, but the ones that you guys have already talked about, I think I've enjoyed season two a little bit more than season uh, one. They're finding Which, their footing. That's I think that's what's going to happen in the sitcom. I think that once I get to season, uh, you know, more through season two, three, four, I'm going to really enjoy the show more. Season one was just, I, I, I was like, oh, this is it. This is what everybody's so excited about. And it's not a bad show. I'd give it six cheesecakes. Well, Oh, wow. You know it's out of 10, though, right, Jay? No, I thought that was out of five. <laughs> oh, so he loves it. <laughs> He's a huge fan. Uh, so how do you feel about this, Adam? How do you, do you agree with him? Is, it, is this sort of like, is this, because this is your brother here. Your twin brother is saying that he doesn't mm-hmm. like this show. My brother lover. Mm-hmm. Um, I do obviously not agree with it. I'm a huge fan. And do I sort of feel like it's blasphemy? Yes. However, I am hugely a victim of if something is overhyped, even if it isn't that good, when my expectations are high, I'm just always disappointed. So I actually get where he's coming from. And I feel bad that you're getting to experience it now as an adult versus me as a little gay boy watching with my grandmother. Oh, wait, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. So you're saying your first exposure to this was watching it as a little gay boy with your uh, Italian grandma? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It was the Italian side, but she's yeah. Irish. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Jay, what was your first exposure to the show? Because obviously it's much different from Adam's because you said you came to this much later in your life. So go ahead. What was your first exposure? It's totally different. Um, we would do sauce Sundays. <laughs> and oh, I would, my grandma would watch Wheel to Fortune and Golden Girls and I would watch with her. So oh, wait, wait, how old yeah. are you? I don't know. This show was, this show came out the year I was born. So it must have been in season five or six. Oh, so you were exposed to the, Especially the same story. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, I know, I, yeah, that's the okay. joke. Now, we were got you. living the same life, apparently. I think, honestly, you've never seen Adam and me in the same place at the same time. It could be one of those situations. True. <laughs> that being said, now I take back everything I said about you coming into it late in life because that's false. So, okay. Well, also, but I didn't, I don't, I couldn't, t- I knew who the actresses were. I knew the characters, but I didn't, I couldn't tell you one storyline. So I don't know. It's it's different for me though. I don't I don't know. I, it wasn't a show that I sought out after, you know, leaving her house, and it didn't come back to me until my late mid thirties. Wow. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. Well, that's going to do it for for the history of Jay for now. But we'll be back right after this. I always grab a pen as if I'm going to like... I, uh, I want you to know I'm going to leave that in, Jay. 
<laughs> That's fine. People need to know that I always grab a pen. <laughs> it was about to be an exciting story. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the end. <laughs> yeah. What did you think was happening there, Jay? What's that? <laughs> what What did you think was happening there? I knew that we were in a break. I thought that it, I didn't realize that we had to be quiet the entire. I've only done a couple hundred podcasts with you, and I guess I didn't know the format <laughs> of the break. <laughs> All right. I thought you would play the, the intro back in that quickly. I was telling a riveting story about needing a pen. Yeah. <laughs> when Stan's Bornak, to know. when Stan's Bornak, Dorothy's ex-husband shows up unannounced at Dorothy's doorstep looking for comfort, Dorothy pawns him off on Blanche because she's going on a date with Jeffrey, the Navy Commodore. After Jeff- Jeffrey breaks up with Dorothy, she starts to notice and be bothered by the fact that Stan and her roommate have been seeing a lot of each other. This drives Dorothy completely mad with jealousy and leads to some hurt feelings. After Dorothy confronts Stan in his hotel room, we learn that the body cowering under the covers was not Blanche, but someone else. Dorothy apologizes and all is good. Was it the first wife? Was it the second wife? That wasn't, I don't know who, or was it some random blonde girl? I thought it was the second wife. Hmm. Wait. Oh, no. I always always assumed it was a random trick for sure. Yeah. Anyway, meanwhile, Rose and Sophia join forces to sell sandwiches to make some extra money when another lunch lunch man with mob connectors tries to muscle the girls out. Sophia gets to work and uses her own mob connectors to get to garner an apology. It's all for naught, though, because the girls decide they're not cut out for the sandwich business. Anyway, now we'll start with you, Jay. You're a special guest here, and, you know, uh, we want to know what you think. What were your general thoughts on this episode? Uh, The B storyline of the sandwiches was a fun one. I it reminded that was you of your childhood? Yeah, it reminded me a lot of, you know, leaning and Italian mafia. Yeah. I, I related to it a lot. I just don't think, I haven't seen a Sophia and Rose pairing yet. So that was kind of a fun dynamic that you don't see very often. And I think it really allows Sophia to be um, harsh with Rose being so blissfully unaware that she's being called stupid to her face. Am I, you're looking like I'm missing an episode that's famously like, Rose and aren't Sophia. Sophia and Rose p- post uh, paired together for the bowling challenge? Yeah, but is that did that already happen? Yeah, that was episode one, season one. Oh. So he's just wrong. Were they? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> all right, bye. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I guess on the bowling one, I don't really remember them having so much like back and forth. No, no, it was just, it was, just, it, was like, it was an instrument of the plot because they just ended up together. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and um, I think. <laughs> Sophia was really rude to uh, Dorothy when she yeah. said, go put on makeup. Basically, yeah. you look ugly. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I like Blanche's character in this one the most. I think that you talked about how inconsistent the writers have been with Blanche, where one day she's a whore, the next day she's like clutching her pearls if somebody says something. And I think this one kind of gave her where she was able to be the Madonna and the whore at the same time, which it was kind of a nice balance for her for this episode. Adam? Is that Madonna and the whore? Is that the right? Sure. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Classic fable. Uh, Adam Solange, you want to weigh in here? I would love to. Um, I like that this is a, I don't remember you all did season one, so you could probably tell me Joe, but how often Stan appears in season one. Uh, but he's certainly a, becomes like a comedic callback essentially, Mm -hmm. even as he continues. So this was a good, um, a good episode of that. I love that there's, always a get rich quick scheme on this show like i don't know mm-hmm. what was happening with social security in the 80s but these yeah. gals are just looking for new ways to pay their rent mm-hmm. i think 
bacon, lettuce, and potato sandwiches are a great way to do it. I don't think it's horrible, horrible bacon, lettuce, and potato sandwich. And by the way, who's like, oh, those costly tomatoes? Well, they ran out of tomatoes. Right? Wouldn't you just go get more tomatoes? I, that's one of my favorite parts. I love a good tomato, so I would have, but... You like a good tomato because I, you're Italian, you know, of course, an yeah, Italian really it. wants a good tomato. I would have just gone to go buy more chinchillas and skin them alive like they were going to do in the first episode. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just, James, it's, it's brutal. <laughs> hey, well, you would do that to an animal? It's their plot line. You're like, you want to go back to that because they decide they don't want to harm the animals. What's going on? Yeah. Shay? Is this, what is this violent streak all of a sudden? It's a new side. I'm trying it out. I've, you know, after watching, <laughs> after learning about the Italian mob and the power they have, I just feel like I should lean into those roots. Yeah, that's what it sort of sounds like. Uh, yeah. Now, so so one of the, you know, we all we always like to try and talk about themes and whatnot in these episodes. Let me start with you, Adam. Now, I'm, I'm assuming Adam that you uh, have a romantic past. You've dated other people and been with other people and whatnot. Um, sure. How would you feel? And I know you're happily engaged, but how would you feel about one of your friends dating your ex? I have a weird thing where I tend to get more jealous over friendships than uh, romantic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, if mm-hmm. it's my ex I'm, and we're still friendly, that means that means we are friends. So therefore, I do think I would be I would feel a little weird about it, especially depending on the scenario. Now, of course, Dorothy asked this to happen. So is she in the wrong? I guess we think she is. Jane. Yeah, I'm a highly jealous person. So when are you really? Me, I wouldn't wait. Yeah, I really? wouldn't have. I can't yes. tell. You're such a fucking jerk because like you're you're, you're like, so cold i can't tell when you're being funny or not you're very cold yeah jay you're, you have your thanks cold... for getting on the podcast jay let me, call you. <laughs> let me no, hurl no 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 no, no. we have a very dry okay, to be serious you have a very dry sense of humor you know how everyone you and like and uh charles oh. broden you know where your dry senses of humor um but uh so are you being are you really i can, well no the reason i ask it to be honest is you seem so easygoing that you say this, they find it hard to believe that you're a jealous person. That's the trick is to make it seem like I'm one way. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, um, I don't think I would be as cavalier as Dorothy was when, you know, Blanche comes in and Dorothy's able to rattle off the exact order that Stan mm-hmm. did things at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. To me, that would just be like, uh, this is so bizarre. And I, I don't think it would fly for me now. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very, very also, interesting. Also, 30, neither, none of us can speak about 38 years of a relationship. Like maybe at that point, because you've fallen so out of love with this person, perhaps mm-hmm. like that would change the whole dynamic. But like if Paul and I broke up tomorrow and a friend was like, Oh, can I go out and date Paul? Not that they need my permission, but I'd be like, Are you kidding me? That is so bizarre. Okay. But not date. What about just like hang out as friends? But it yeah. does seem suspicious. You're like, This feels like more than friends. I wouldn't like it. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Joe? I know I have a history of being like no, like, and I'm like you, Adam. Like, I don't, I, I feel icky when my fr- when very clear, distinct friends start to hang out without me. You see that like, uh, that I'm, that yes, yeah. Like if if Jay and John Paul, my friend John Paul, started hanging out, I think I would feel weird if I wasn't there. 
Ooh, I think it's very bizarre. I guess we should cancel our plans that we had on Sunday. Wow. <laughs> Um, no, I get that too. There, there is like a thing where you feel like you lose an intimacy or like the um, the relationship that you have with that friend. But I, I've had so many friends cross over, and I'm fortunate for it. Where I like to be like the conduit between friends, so that doesn't really bother me as much. I do oh. that now, but before that, if I was bringing friends together not on purpose, I would, and they were suddenly hanging out, I'd be like, oh, so. W- what do I not provide to them that they're getting now from each other? Yeah. Um, in terms of boyfriends, um, you know, I've had that happen. I don't know. I've had people stay friend, like sweet Michael, for instance. No, no. Sweet Michael cut off Cameron after, um, Cam and I broke up. I don't know. I, I don't think I'd like it either. I don't, I think, I think I'm very like, if we break up, and this is actually the problem with breakups, and I don't know how you guys are, I don't know how you guys are with breakups, but even with breakups, I'm like, you don't get the Joe show anymore. Mm, you know? Like he can't even subscribe to Afterthought no. shows? You're being funny, but that actually became an issue with Aiden oh. when, we, when we broke up one time. And he was like, uh, in fact, Aiden does have access. I made him a little playlist because before I, so all my shows, in theory, I uh, people could subscribe to for free. It's hard to explain why. I don't want to get into the technicalities. And I remember I was like, oh, my God, Aiden has a subscription to all this shit for free. But he revealed to me that he was, when we broke up the last time, that 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 he, del- he unsubscribed in anger. And I was like, yes. So now that we're back together, I've tidied it up. And I've made one very special private feed for him. So that I just put shows in there for him to listen to, so that if we ever do break up, I can just cut it off. And uh, yeah. Wow. yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah, no, no, I, I, no. Hope he, I hope this episode's not included because he's gonna know. Oh, I'll be honest with you. He gets these. You know, these are going to be dropping mid-November. By this will be like late November. He's actually getting them early. He already has the first two episodes. Oh my god! And he so likes, it really pays. To yeah, as he likes man. them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he gets advanced notice of stuff yeah yeah it, oh it, it, it pays it, it does pay uh all right let's actually move on to the references from this episode but by the before i go on uh jay did you have any other things you want to say about this episode any other thoughts anything crazy um i do want to comment uh, very rarely does the show break out of the house and this is one of the instances where we're in the grocery, the tiny grocery store. Little the Trader tiny, Joe's. Yeah, the tiny. It's, oh, yeah. It's like it's, it was it's so like a small. Um, but I do. I thought I always want to give these actresses credit because they are able to do physical comedy very well, and mm-hmm. all of them seem very prepared for that. So in the store, you know, Blanche is chasing Dorothy. Dorothy's chasing Blanche around the aisles, and it just seems seamless. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that. I think it's a. It's a talent to be able to pull that off and make it funny what about you adam, adam adam has a book queens. yeah adam has a book well, that he references so i do a- but this episode wasn't in it and then okay. i panicked that i watched the wrong episode blah 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 but but i will say this one speaking of the, the grocery store and the maneuvering around there's a line that i didn't even know was from this episode for some reason i always say which is get out of my way you old fool <laughs> And that's Blanche. And I just say that in my everyday life when I want people to get out of my way, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is confusing to many people. But the other thing is that Sophia gave one of her stories and I noticed that she said, picture this. Yes. Yeah. 
So she, uh, it was before th- we were, even in season two, we're still building these characters. Yeah. She did it one time in season one, but I think she said, what is, now I'm, now I'm forgetting, is, does it ultimately become picture it or is it picture this always? I think picture it. Oh yeah. So she's still picture, picture this. Yeah. But oh yeah, but she, she did it one time, but she just said picture this very casually, doesn't say Sicily, anything like that. So yeah, we're yeah. starting to see the second, they're starting to form, you know, what's yes, going to be a, yes, a, a yes. iconic thing. And also was it, this episode or next episode where Blanche goes to get the cheesecake. Um, and I was like, oh, Jay didn't know about the cheesecakes. Yeah. Do, do you know I what didn't the cheesecakes know that these now? Things. I didn't know that Sophia had like a picture, picture this. I didn't know oh, that was like a catchphrase. Oh, yeah. It becomes like one of those sitcom, like, uh, that's her like catchphrase. For okay. sure. Yeah. I have shot glasses with each of the ladies' faces on the front and a quote on the back, and hers is picture it. Sicily, I have tiki mugs behind me. Let me tell you something. I've been looking at those the entire time because they keep being advertised to me, the tiki, the Golden Girls tiki cups on mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And now that I see them in the flesh, the fact that Sophia's is so much shorter, it's like it's official. Need to buy them. I'll, you know what? There's a place that always has them. And then, you know what's too sad is, so it's a quick story about this, is when I got these <clears> – <throat> They came, they arrived, but the Sophia was broken. She's right here. Wow. Yeah. So I wrote to them and yeah, I picked, <laughs> so I wrote to them and said, listen, Sophia was broken. Like, Oh, no problem, sir. We will send you a replacement. And they sent me the entire set all over again. Right. Wow. So I took the Sophia out, put it there. And then I had three random extra golden girls tiki. So I called my friend, John Paul. And I said, do you want some golden girls tiki? I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. And so if I would have known, I would have given them to you. Of course, Jay, as you I know, even if my bladder's exploding, I had very, it's like, like if I'm dropping off like a ransom for like he kidnapped somebody, he's like, leave it at the front door. Okay. Now walk away, walk away. I'm on a fake not phone call. Times. Yeah. I'm on a fake phone call. Well, not if they were tiki's. <laughs> I, would have, I would have opened the door and thanked you. Obviously, still no bathroom use, but yeah, yeah. Joe would have I also, peed in one of them. Well, I have a the solution road. for that. I came up with a solution, but I also do you have the Funko Pop dolls, uh, Adam? Ah, oh, that I love. No, I have. I don't have any. I have. Someone gave me an Ursula on lunch, which was my favorite Disney character yeah. um, as a kid, so that mm-hmm. works. But uh, no, none of the Goldens. Oh, interesting. Ursula's the best villain. Thank you. He really is. Anyway, uh, okay. Well, let's go to the references here. First, some of these are embarrassing. The Commodores. Now, I like, I like to go with the hosts here on this. The Commodores. Jay, do you know who the Commodores are? Is that a musical group? Yeah, it was a musical group, yeah. Uh, I don't know the song, though. What was their, like, are, are they the seasons? What's that? It's the time of the no, season. No. Oh, they, they, uh, they, uh, they were originally... Had uh, Lionel Richie was one of the members, and he broke out. But yeah. uh, you might know this song. Oh, Easy Like Sunday Morning. I thought that was him solo. No. A true Commodore fan would know that. <laughs> so I get I'm, you an a, I'm an Nicole Richie fan. <laughs> Who I always laugh at because she's not really his daughter. At she's all? Adopted. No. She's not adopted. even, not even really, not even totally adopted. Wait, like, doesn't she look like Sophia Richie though? 
I don't know the story about I, that, but no, she she her her parents were friends of Lionel Richie and stuff like that. And then one day, I think the parents died. Is that what it is? But she's like a, I, she's like late teenager or something like that. And then she's like, okay, well you can come live with us. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh okay okay here's a hard one Adam I'm gonna go to you on this one oh, Barnaby God. Jones Barnaby Jones they make a reference to Barnaby, Barnaby Jones. Jones if she says Stan will watch Barnaby Jones and go to sleep oh yeah no I don't know it but again I recognize all references and I think I know them but it's actually from watching the episode so many times but I J- do not know who that J-Ellis. is or what the show is Jayless any idea what Barnaby Jones was no no. I, I've never seen one episode, not one frame, but it was a 70s detective show with Buddy Epson, who they compared Blanche uh, Dorothy to last season. Buddy Epson, he who played uh, uh, Jed Clampett in the um, Beverly Hillbillies, uh, mm-hmm. he plays a detective, you know, silver haired detective in the 70s, and his name was mm-hmm. Barnaby Jones. Uh, all right, Jamie Farr. She was, you can see Mr. Jamie Farr at the Burt Reynolds Dinner Theater. JL is Jamie Farr. No clue. Adam, this one doesn't even sound familiar from the episode. Actually, oh really? Yeah, she's the he the he's gonna uh, Stan's gonna take her to the Burt Reynolds Dinner Theater. See Mr. Jamie Farr in a production of um, I don't remember what it was, uh, what the play was. But Jamie Farr would have been very famous then with a TV star. He was on the show Mash. He played the cross dresser Klinger, and that was Jamie Farr. So that's they would have wow. people would have known who that was. Oh, my queer history. Also in uh, the supermarket, Blanche people go to go look at their Lesur peas. Lesur peas, Adam. Uh, I don't know, and I'm <laughs> please excuse me. My fiance just walked in, so oh, your twin. You're just picking it up on the mic. Yeah, your twin. <laughs> my your twin. Your twin. Your fiance. Yeah. Uh, Jay Ellis, Lesur peas. Uh, those are uh, peas. <laughs> yeah, actually they are they're canned little baby peas um okay this might be an easier one jay best truman best truman best truman no okay adam the president okay that's uh adam there. do you know oh i i don't i i would say a president's wife not yes it was president it was- Harry Truman's oh, wife. Yeah, former first lady, oh. best Truman. I, 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 mean, I can't I remember there. why she was. I, I was can't piggybacking re- off of his. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember answer. why she was brought up in the episode. I should have written that down, but they brought her up and that's who she was. And finally, and for the references, Suzanne Summers. Come on, Adam. You can do that for us, right? Oh, my gosh. Imagine if I couldn't. Not only do I know her, of course, from Step by Step, Andrew's yeah. company, yeah. but the Bowflex commercial. Bowflex commercial. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Was it not with the Bowflex? It was. Master, master. Thank you. Which I think she made a boatload of money on that. I think. Oh yeah, she she made her fortune off that, and she has a lot of sex now. I guess. Oh, that's because right. of yeah. thighs. Yeah, because of her sweet yeah, from thighs. her from her thunderous thighs. Yes. Yeah, yeah I think she talks about right. that. Uh, now we have the time capsule. Now this episode originally aired. Here's the here's the interesting. Not that interesting. Yesterday, it was the thirty fourth. Anniversary of this episode airing, October 11th, oh, wow. 1986. Uh, a couple of little things I want to mention here. Even though we mentioned the Statue of Liberty being unveiled, 
uh, in the last episode during the summer between the seasons, uh, they bring it. I think there was something to that story that Sophia tells, because like I said, it had just undergone a major renovation. It was a big, the Statue of Liberty was a big story in the U.S. in 86. So that could have lent even more gravitas, so to speak, to Sophia's story. That would have been on the minds of the American people. Also, in the same week, this is, I'm talking in this week between this episode and episode four, Rupert Murdoch bought Fox and created the Fox Broadcasting Company and uh, musical theater lover Adam Solandro will appreciate this. The Phantom of the Opera opened in London uh, and ran, became the longest running music. What, a week. what, what a, week. a week. What a week. Let's do our final judgments here. That was all here. in one week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the 80s. Yeah, lots of things happen in the 80s. Uh, final judgment. Let's go with our guest, Jay Ellis. Jay Ellis, one, on, on a scale of one to ten cheesecakes. Ten. One, two, three, four, oh, five, ten. six, seven, eight, nine, ten cheesecakes. How many cheesecakes do you give this episode? Now, we know you hate it, so I don't expect it to be a high number. Well, famously, I gave the pilot a ten. That was That's my true. highest score. We're never going to get it back to a ten. Yeah. Um this one has a Stan appearance, which I always love a Stan. Mm-hmm. Um, stan a Stan. I, think I, I Stan a Stan. Uh, I think both storylines were very complete and funny and thorough. So I'm actually going to go with, I think this was a higher one. I would recommend this one. So I'd give it I'm between 7 and an 8. So I'm going to go 7.5. Wow. 7.5. Very good. Adam Salandra. Wow. Now, please uh, forget my past two ratings as I was mm-hmm. just learning the system. It's a very uh, difficult system here. Yeah. 10 cheesecakes sure. uh, out of 10. But I'm going to give this one a 6. Wow. Adam is a harsh critic. I think that it's good, but I, because I love the show so much and I've seen it so many times, I know when I'm like, this is one of my faves, this is a classic. This just wasn't one of those. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. Uh, I think for this episode, uh, this is, I'm going to agree with Adam on this one. I'm going to give it a six. I think I'm going to give this episode a well, six. Well, then I think I'm not sure why you were so shocked at me doing that. Yeah. But. Well, I was yeah. shocked by how high it was. But uh, oh. <laughs> he of the three. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Next week, we're going to be doing episode four titled It's a Miserable Life. Uh, but, Jay, thank you so much for being a friend. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being a friend. Adam Adam already has a catchphrase. Adam, thank you for being a friend. See you, Wolfies. for listening to Shady Pines. You can find Adam Salandra on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. Uh, you can find Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>